Hello, I am Blaze Bailey. You're watching probably the best show in the world, CMS TV. Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents. Want to thank Blaze Bailey for stopping by. And uh, boy, that dude, talk about the Energizer, the Energizer Bunny wound up and just ready to go. Man, he is a, he is a ball of energy, dude. And Which is stunning considering that he just had quad bypass surgery, man. That's, sure. you know, but He's good on him. He's better, though. You know, he's feeling better. Mm-hmm. I know I did. I was feeling a little better after it. And also, yeah. when you have any kind of... Uh, you know near death or your mortality comes into play you are a little happy to be back alive again and absolutely play in the game a little longer you know right what I mean? on it's it's pretty cool so i'm 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 that's how i am i mean even uh being more lively joining you on this great show you know it's all all a change of lifestyle for me after sure. my situation so let's live it up let's share the love let's let's uh, entertain some people that's right and then you freeze up Oh, there oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> there Good. you are. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to talk about, sir? Oh, I, I wanted to ask you. I think I texted you something about it, but I didn't know if you actually looked into it. No one's talking about this. The The moon landings part two. Yeah, I did. I did look at that stuff and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's rough to watch, right? Even my lady Susan was laying in bed next to me, and, and, and she saw that I was on. It was actually like CBS uh, on Reddit or something. It was like a, a, under a news thing. I think it was under like, isn't that amazing, you know, subreddit or something like that. But they were saying, you know, the long-awaited moon landings, which sadly didn't have people on it again. We kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. There was well, no way. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Like for anyone like me who long long ago has realized that we never went to the moon in the first place for for a couple of important reasons, um, the Van Allen belts being the number one, just how how deadly they are and how we've learned how much more deadly they actually are over time. Uh, we've had the tools to discover just how the radiation, the levels are off the charts, uh, and also, you know, if they're being honest about space being a vacuum. Um, our bodies are made up of mostly water. Uh, what what happens to water in a vacuum? It boils. Mm-hmm. Okay, so either they're lying about it being a vacuum, or they're lying that humans have ever been up in it. It's like choose which one you want. But it, but their their accounting did not happen. Um, I'm definitely on the team that Stanley Kubrick helped them or film the first one. Right. And when you when you watch all all that uh, the footage of it and see it broken down for you, it's obvious the staging that they did, the wires with the guys on the moon falling down and getting back. I mean, it looks terrible. You know, <laughs> when you right. go deeper, it's actually kind of uh, it's it's malicious, like what they did uh, to to the first guy that was supposed to go that uh, hung a lemon on the on the limb, and then they burned the guy alive in there. Um, 
I'm, I'm forgetting the dude's name, but he, this guy actually came right a few, a few months before they were going to do the first moon landing. He came out and did a press conference. Like, let me tell you how good this, this rocket is. And he just hung a lemon on it. <laughs> and it was funny. It was ironic. Cause it's, it's, he hung it on the lamb, which was also, right. uh, uh, John F. Kennedy's boyfriend's name. Right. That, that's what they named it after a little side. You could look that up. Uh, but a uh, guy hangs a lemon on the lamb. You got to love it. Hangs it on there and goes, this thing's a piece of shit, and there's no way it's ever going to go to the moon. Right. <laughs> and then they fucking burn that guy to death and the other the other dudes that were in there. They burn him to death. And um, then everybody else in the program kind of shut up and went along with things, yeah. you know, from there. And these are all these are all Freemasons. You know what I mean? One, one thing that um, one little fact about Freemasons, they, they all take an oath never to rat each other out over anything so they will never come out against each other for faking this thing that's never going to happen buzz aldrin has has definitely come out and said he hasn't gone there or he said so so many weird things to children mostly you mm -hmm. know because these guys these what another fact about them they're all been divorced a hundred times because right. these guys are cheating motherfuckers that's uh, every one of them is a serial cheater on their wives they go around they're dishonest people Let's say allegedly people. on here, just so we don't get yeah, yeah. sued. <laughs> no, it's true. It's it's true. Only one of them. There was only one that was like really true to his wife, and no, it was right. always protective of her because she had a she had a speech impediment. She she had a foreign accent syndrome, actually. Christine. All right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. But these, these, you know, holding them in such high regard, these guys were given Cadillacs and got to like go around into all these um, events. They were banging dudes' wives right in front of them. You know, these guys were like heroes. You know what I mean? They were treated. Mm -hmm. They got. They reaped all the rewards of somebody that that would have actually gone to space, even though they did. All they had to do was go along with it. Right. You know what I mean? And they did. They, you know, some of them, you know, they took it took it to their graves. But it's the whole narrative has fallen apart over the years. People questioned it from day one. Um, now, when you look at the footage, uh, when you go on YouTube, it looks terrible, man. It just hasn't held up, and it's and it's a problem. Because what do you do now? I mean, even to fake it now, you really can't because you'd have to make it look as shitty as it did in the original. Anything different is going to raise suspicions. Like, sure. well, let, you let's didn't... Let me step back here for a second, yeah. though, to the oversight of it, because you follow this a lot closer than I do. Okay. What is, what is the purpose of it? What is well, what what will how will it benefit the overlords to convince people that we went to the moon well it i i think it, it's um it's to hide the shape of the earth i think they're trying to hide some some important things about where we live and the realm that we live on that 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 maybe they have some knowledge of some of the higher ups maybe have knowledge of or was passed down to them uh but they feel that they need to keep that a secret keep us confused about what this place really is and how it works um the whole purpose of the moon landings in the first place i believe was to get a very important picture um and that was the the picture that's known as the blue marble which if you can find that and pull it up yeah. um this this is the, an extremely important uh picture because up until um 1972 um we had never seen a picture of where we live we have never been far enough away to get the whole thing into view because in order to take such a photo, you would have to be at least halfway to the moon to even get a full picture of Earth. Earth is so much bigger than the moon. 
Right. You know what I mean? Which was another funny thing when they were showing the um the photos of these guys on the moon and the earth's in the background and the earth looks all tiny in the, <laughs> in the background. The earth would look fucking huge behind right them. okay so this picture here is, is uh the notorious blue marble and when i was a kid this was actually a huge poster that was like on the door of my classroom mm-hmm. right next to the globe <laughs> funny enough uh yeah. but, but uh when you look at this when i i remember being about eight eight years old in school or what, what have you and walking right up to this and staring at it and going wow this looks like a painting mm-hmm. it looks like a painting to me because at the time i had um star wars posters sure i had star wars posters from the from the movie star wars uh this is in the late 70s that were on my wall and it was the same these these posters are painted by an artist all those movie posters back then were painted right, by right. artists they're, it's not mm-hmm. like today where they're using like digital stuff they they painted that shit and when you look up at it blown up closely, you can see that it's it's painted. It's it's right. more it's not it's harder to tell when it's a small little picture on your phone. But if you looked at this thing uh, blown up, you would see that this is a fucking painting. This is <laughs> right. not real. You know what I mean? And it's like, sorry to like wake you up out of your hypnosis, but this is a painting that was made. Um, and the only way that they could even show something like this was to stage uh, a full-blown moon landing for an excuse to get that far out that we would have had to even get the shot because up till then there was no actual proof that photo was a big deal now what's interesting is that ended up being the only photo for like 40 years right well let, let me ask you this question about about the photo and, and i'm not saying you're right or wrong i don't know right. i i I'm looking at this and and here's what strikes me as odd about this and it has always it's it's the only piece I don't know if we've landed on the moon or not I don't you know honestly I don't give a shit cuz I ain't the one doing it but um what always has struck me as weird is how this planet all the planets as far as what we see of them or what we're told of them they're they're not just round they're perfectly round right and and i'm always like how could this get to be perfectly round how could a rock floating out in the middle of nothing that gets hit by shit all the time be perfectly round right let alone nine of them in a row neil neil degrasse tyson who's pretty much the you know face of science one of the few faces of science that were shown right he says that the earth is is actually pear-shaped and it's actually an oblate spheroid he announces this like four or five years ago okay and everybody's like what (laughs) we're looking we're looking now if you could chris just i shouldn't take too long but but if you could if you could uh go picture of earth from space type that into the search bar and and look at and and give us a picture of the images that it shows so we could see what we have well earlier i was starting to say obama after 40 years obama you know announces that he released the the first new picture of earth in 40 years which made no sense because we have probes going to mars we have allegedly you know okay this is great uh start scooching down on this and and if you could just tell me which one's the real earth the real oh i don't know yeah they all yeah, do look different you, you said picture of earth from space yep picture of earth they're from all space. different yeah, yeah they are all different they're every one of these is different how does that make any sense to anyone why are they doing this 
Yeah, I don't know. But they all do look very different. <laughs> like if you look at this one, I'll, I'll click on this one and it'll show over here. You can see that the, you know, the land mass is kind of up here. But if you click this one, it's way bigger. <laughs> you know? Right. It's They've even gone as far as to write stuff like sex in the clouds. I think the blue marble <laughs> might. I think it's on the blue marble. It actually says sex in it somewhere. Um, I look at but, how much smaller U.S. is over here and higher up. Oh, oh, they've always, yeah, they've always put North America being way bigger than it is. Like Africa's huge, you know, places like that, um, you know, compared to the U.S. And they'll always try to make the U.S. seem mighty. It's all bullshit. It has always been bullshit. And once you recognize that it's bullshit, then you can actually look at the world for what it really is and stop putting up with these guys' BS um on it i've been mocked for years over since like 2015 i've been seriously mocked about all this i'm pretty i don't care really anymore yeah of course i'm Why sticking to this just like i stuck to the beginning that the that the shots were bad and this whole thing was bad i'm sticking to this too and i don't care what you say about me you'll figure it out eventually right and it's not you living at the beach i live at the fucking beach but <laughs> you know? when i when what? i look out on my patio I see a flat ocean every day and I laugh. And then I look over and I see Catalina, which is 70 miles away. How the hell I can see Catalina in its entirety without any um, obscurity from the curvature of the earth is kind of baffling, but okay. You know, and most of the time it's not there. Most of the time, but on a clear day it is. And it's like, oh shit, how am I even seeing this right now? Right. It should be, once you start doing the math on um, the, uh, the, 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 the equation for the earth's curvature, uh, and start and start figuring out how much curvature should be between two points on the on the earth there right. should be a huge mound you know you shouldn't be able to see things anymore you know what i mean like even between like where i am in hawaii there should be like a mound of water that's like twenty thousand feet high you know i mean like you you should be in a you you would know it like the airplane you're in would have to make some serious adjustments and they don't they don't make no, any they just fly across but right once right, you start well, breaking it down you realize that that it, you know we i could go hours on this i won't well, but we, I only we do we got plenty of time let's let's yeah, yeah. let's break this down a little bit because i have a couple of questions and okay. again i i come at this as a in a place of i don't know right. you know i don't know i don't i don't know what i believe i know this it doesn't really affect me, so I don't really care. <laughs> you know, but I'm interested in in some of the things on the whys and the hows, which you study this, so maybe you can answer this. Mm -hmm. How have they gone? I get if you've got an, a certain number of people, you can keep a secret. But now we got satellites and shit up in space and, you know, that are not NASA controlled, like the Sirius mm. XM satellite, as an but example. They are, but they you know, are. are uh, is they that are. what it is, is that in order to launch a satellite, they had to sit Elon Musk down, as an example, and say, well, if you're going to launch shit into space, then you have to spew this level of information under penalty of death or something oh I mean, yes what do, bingo what bingo. do they tell is that what they're doing there's there there's no, that that's a pretend town to think that you can start your own company and start launching shit into space you can't even control a drone from your backyard without getting a license to do so okay so that's just made up that's made up there's nothing private about elon musk's thing as far as i'm concerned and he's equally 
a joke to me. I mean, people might not remember this, but a couple years back, this guy claims to have like launched a Tesla car into space. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and and you're watching it like floating around. I mean, we could bring that up, you know, I'm I looking. mean, Tesla car in space. I mean, it's a joke, man. The whole thing's a joke and people are oohing and on over it. I mean, the whole Tesla car thing is such a grift on every, on every level. It really, I despise all, all that is Tesla and the people that the yuppies that like flock to them and think this guy's like the greatest deal on earth. He's a, he's a joke to me. He doesn't seem like a highly intelligent guy. He's just a person put there. He's just a puppet, you know, but with satellites back to more specifically, I don't think any of them are in space. I think that they're all hanging on balloons. If, if, um, if you were to look up, oh yeah, this is. This now that Earth, you could tell, doesn't look real there either. Well, that's you know. closer to the pear shape that Neil deGrasse Tyson is sure. talking about. <laughs> they're they're selling this like they did this. Oh yeah, we stuck this. This is a real car, folks. Float around in space. And we're supposed to... <laughs> I, mean, I was so you want to believe this? this. I was and, unaware and, um, of this. <laughs> and then you have to believe that you know he's put you know. Uh, impoverished people on his spacex plane or whatever not impoverished but like he put like a handicapped person some like 80 year old like this this like eclectic group of people that he like right for, for for news blurps you know put put on it and i mean what he should be doing is taking the top 10 flat earth podcasters and putting them on it you would think right that would solve yeah, but, this pretty quick yeah but put he's me not up on do that. Put me up on your spacex thing bud I'll come back. Would to you go? go? Would you go? go? Why would? Of course, I would go. Of course, I would go. But they'll never happen. Okay, that's well. Never here, here's happen. my here's here's my question. Why I'm asking? Would you go? Would they not use that opportunity to take the ten most predominant guys that that talk flat Earth right. and whack them in a that's in right. a crazy crash? Why are? Oh well, that would that would look bad. That would that would raise some questions. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but the but, space uh, program has always. If there, if ever there was a an industry that was um that was built and allowed to kill people, that is it. Right. The space and the space program, all the various explosions that they had and fires that just miraculously mm. happened and ever nobody ever batted an eye. You know, everybody was thoughts and prayers for a day, and it's like, well, we got to get back up and we gotta we gotta do it for their benefit now. We gotta launch the next one. Can we? Can we know? One last. The last thing I'll have yeah. you look up. I hope Go it's ahead. the last thing I have you look up. Go ahead. Uh, balloon satellite. Now uh, you're right um, because they they did they did burn some astronauts on the ground. Um, um, but you know, again, I brought up the Challenger where I we we think that 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 was a staged explosion too, which every so often they do something like this to kind of bring the danger element back in to keep because people stop paying attention space was always like super boring you know how they depicted it to us you know even yeah. even in the first moon landings it was fuzzy it was boring it's like what are, what are these guys doing you don't even know what they're doing out there this is very important and this ties this thing i had you pull up i've known this for years and i brought this and shown it to people for years but it wasn't until last year that a, a chinese satellite made its way into the united states right and it became pretty big headlines and and i think people were left scratching their head like what it's on a balloon like they didn't understand uh right. what's going on here which and one of these should at, i click i don't and know and like, i just one? they're all you don't have to click any of them i mean i'm okay. looking at them all now these are these are hundreds of different 
balloon satellites. And you have to ask yourself, if you could put a satellite on a balloon, why in the F would you take the taxpayer's money and make a big rocket that could blow up and have all these terrible things happen, shooting that into space to do it? If you could just put helium in a balloon and put it up in space, why would you waste our money like that? Yeah, it probably costs like two grand. <laughs> you right. know, to do now who are the this. who are the biggest purchasers of helium in the united states that's the military the military okay is. military okay. buys he for what <laughs> what do you think you're looking at it oh for this shit oh yeah right. they have they have tens of thousands of satellites all hanging on balloons up there so because that's one thing people go explain satellites well, there it is, motherfucker. <laughs> they're all hanging on balloons, okay? And just like the Chinese one that came in here, they're they're hanging on balloons, and occasionally they do fall out of the sky. Most of the time, they land in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they can be hit by just a little fragment of a rock or something and pop this shit. No, these are hanging at like, uh, you know, 60,000 feet. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, no, I'm saying a rock from space. I mean, the Earth gets hit mm -hmm. by fucking little tiny meteor shit all the time, Maybe. no? Or is that false? I don't too? know. I don't know. that. I mean, there's definitely plenty of stuff I can admit that I don't know, and a lot of people aren't going to know uh, on it. I mean, the moon has a lot of um, huge craters, too, but you don't... I mean, we always see the same... If you didn't know this, we only see one side of the moon all the time allegedly yeah. from the way it's moving with us or what have you yeah so it doesn't uh, spin <laughs> it doesn't it's not spinning right because we're just looking at the same face on the moon the whole time i don't know how those craters got there if this thing was a a designed thing if we're looking at a facade up there they could do whatever they want you know well and, and the 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 and, and again i'm talking from a place of ignorance but i've always thought that if they're, if, you know, because they've always told us, oh, there's meteors, there's tiny meteors hitting the earth all the time. And, you know, there's always rocks hitting the earth or whatever. Sure. And my thought has always been, well, how come I have never seen one on video? Right. I've, how come I've, I've seen never seen a house knocked down or something <laughs> from. Well, I have seen stuff like uh, one that comes, there's some cool videos I saw, but um, like one in Russia where like a cab driver's driving and all of a sudden this meteor just comes flying by but okay i mean that looks kind of crazy i've seen some of that <clears throat> but i also have to ask myself nowadays i don't trust anything i don't know what if i could trust even some cab driver's video that he has i mean we could fake anything nowadays, oh yeah but, but who knows man maybe it's um something they're shooting from here i don't know i've yeah. seen i've seen rockets i've seen the spacex rocket launch from here it's not going up it's going this way it's just going across the across the sky it doesn't go up no no it's not going up it's okay. i've watched it with my own eyes it's very unsettling to see you're like what the fuck is that like the time i saw it i was like oh my god is that a meteor i'm like no it's i'm like this thing's a massive rocket just moving like across the this and it leaves this crazy you know trail with it but right. it's definitely not going straight up. But anyways, it, w when I see the meteors, some of that stuff almost looks like that. So I don't know. Maybe they're shooting something. I don't want to sound ignorant and, and blow the whole. Or are they conditioning people? Are they conditioning people to accept shit going across, you know, across they the sky? Have. 
they would say things like, oh, well, the reason why you're seeing the rocket go up and arch, you see, is because we're moving through space and whatever. It's just an illusion because, see, the Earth is space. They always have to throw that in there. But if you see it for what it is, the rocket does like a McDonald's thing. It just does a, a big golden arch. It's just like, plunk, and then they, they <laughs> dump them right in the ocean, like right off the Cape Canaveral uh, there. There's a, a graveyard of rockets in the ocean. There's been like oceanographer oceanography people you know going looking for treasures and shit that come across this like what the fuck's this it's like 600 rockets you know, just in right. the ocean. you know so last thing before we wrap this up um okay. i just want to swing back to the beginning so what do you think the overall purpose is though is it to keep the mystery of you know alien life secret or is it somehow tied to the grift of um climate change and if we knew that the earth was a certain way that maybe that debunks climate change i mean right. what ultimately is well, the yes. goal here that's a good point the last thing you said i mean that we could debunk things or whatever if they control the whole idea of what science is and where we live and they control those facts they could control the narrative all the time. You know what I mean? And you're forced to just deal with whatever they're telling you. And they're, they're right. your only savior. There's not a higher power to save you that created this place. It's the government. You're spinning through space and you could die at any moment. It's back to that fear thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where they're keeping you in check. You don't want, the last thing you want is a bunch of people that you know feel that there's a life after this one and they'll, they're willing to lose it to protect their family and friends that's the last thing you right. want you want you want a bunch of scared people that don't know what the hell's going on that's the ones you can control right and i guess if you if you if you don't tie if you don't just keep them separate if you if you sort of look at them all and everything that's going on in the world you have that feature you also have the absolute disintegration of religion you have the absolute disintegration of family you know, of family and family dynamic, you know, all being integrated together. So maybe it's like a bigger, it's 4D chess on a 3D world kind of a thing. <laughs> exactly. And then you, you're destroying, you know, the, the amazing human body by like transhumanism and trying to corrupt us and put all this like, um, basically just like you'd put malware into a computer. They basically just stuck malware into like uh, 80 million people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just stuck malware. What happens when you do that? What happens when you stick? Does your computer die on day one when it gets some malware? No. It just starts slowing down a little bit, slowing down. And then one day it just drops dead. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and that's, they've, we've allowed them to do this by controlling our belief system and, and, and the truth just about where we live and how, who created us, all those things. They'll, they would rather make something up and control how we, think and and now you're witnessing how they do it but you have to kind of like see it for what it is when they show these moon landings it's always the same thing it's the rocket the big penis shaped rocket right on the mm -hmm. uh tarmac uh the launch pad goes up and then you see all the jerk offs at mission control what are they doing i have no idea they're all sitting around like even going back to the 60s you'd, you'd see a room full of these nerds with glasses smoking chain smoking cigarettes with their coffee around this sensitive mm -hmm. fucking machinery that's supposed to like do this miraculous moon launch you know for the yeah. first time these guys are just what are they nobody's pushing anything they're just sitting around smoking cigarettes yeah. and it's the same today you see them they're like oh and uh oh we have touchdown hey yeah everybody's exactly. like jumping around and it's the same <laughs> cutaway and like 
I watch this because I go, I, if they ever do try to go back to the moon, I got to see visually how they try to pull this sure. off. Well, and, no, and you know what? You know, what's weird, dude, is, you know, I'm a, I'm a space junkie like I was as a kid anyway. Um, and I went uh, in 2010. I went to NASA in Cape Canaveral, uh, Florida, whatever that right. is at Cape Canaveral. Yep. Um, you know, I went to the Florida place and what, what really struck me was how small and crappy everything is. Mm-hmm. It, it really was like the, <laughs> they, they had the first ever, you know, not the lander, but the, the, the limb, the, 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 monkey the small the part, the small triangle limb. thing, yeah. you know, they had that, not the, not the one for the monkey, the one that they said had three people in it. Right, and I am telling you, it's a joke. Could they have wedged three three little people into it? Maybe, but I know this: if I yeah. sit still too long for four hours, right, I am dying. Like my knees are dying, my legs are dying, my you know my shoulders, everything starts to hurt from like four hours. You're trying to portray that they sat this way for a fucking week, right? Get it's the fuck out of here. Everything you know, that they would make humans like withstand is just torturous, and, yeah. and who would do it? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. The space station's the same stuff. Like, uh, and I've seen funny videos on that. Just like, what a hellhole that would be. Just you know, twelve people taking two shits a day and farting and doing whatever else on this thing with what? No, re- it's recycled air, man. You yeah. smell that thing that would, would just terrible. It'd be like when I wake up in the morning and both cats' litter pans have a uh, are full of, of shit. Right. And I just took a shit. And Susie's got her thing going on there, and the whole both rooms just smell like shit. Ugh. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you got to open a window. You got to open a yeah. window and to clean the litter pan. You have to. It's just and like, that's in um, one day. That, right. What now would imagine it be like you got ever... space diarrhea. I got space yeah. diarrhea, and you look at the thing that these that the thing in the wall that they poop in that's this big. Yeah. How many of those are there? Can all eleven people take a shit at the same time? No, you got to wait because it's it's when your head will start it'll explode when you figure out this hellhole, how they would survive on it. Right. Um, you ask them, like, is this is this thing cordoned off? Like, if a pebble hit the space station in this one area? And, oh, yeah, so there's nothing to, to uh, there's no, you know, thing to come down. Like, the way, they don't even know. Like, when you watch interviews with these people that are on the space station and they ask some of these questions, they're like, oh, I don't know. I guess I should ask about that. <laughs> you know, they, they, there is no protocol for if that happens. You know what I mean? And, and we, we would hear weird stories like that. They'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, the Russians put a hole. We found a hole. You think one of the Russians stuck it in there. There's a hole in the space station. Or, or just the way the whole thing's built. You know, it's like, hey, let's build a space station. But the only way to fix it is to risk your life going outside of it to work on it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> let's not build something that you could fix from the inside. Let's make sure they have to risk their lives to go out there. It's it's so silly, and but it keeps everybody captivated. It's basically like a Star Wars for adults. Yeah, it's TV. It's it's just TV. But all right, dude, we are out of time. So let's let's get to the to the plug of Ruskies here and uh, get the fuck out of here. Um, you obviously will be on the boat, so um, feel free to tell people um the, the info one more time. Right, uh, that's the '80s rock cruise. It's sold out. There's nothing, okay. nothing much to tell them. I have one thing I want to tell them real quick. One second, Robert. Okay. And there goes Eric. I don't know where he's going. <laughs> ah, there he is. He's coming back. <laughs> Pixet, do you have one of these? 
Do you have an I, Eric Ferentino? You do. Chris Aiken. I do. Yeah, I definitely do. Chris Aiken has an autograph Eric Ferentino's pick set. Um, do you have one? Uh, and I'm talking to the rock and roll memorabilia collectors uh, out there. Or is does someone you love? Are they a rock and roll memorabilia collector? Um, right now, if you go to uh, Eric Picks, uh, see what is it, Chris? We have it right there, don't we? It's, it's uh, ericpicks.cmspn.com. That's right. You go there uh, and you put it in order. It's uh, $25, and Chris okay. will send me the order. I will then take this. I will open it up. I'm going to autograph it. I have one, too. See how Chris's is autographed and this one isn't? That's, that's right. Because you didn't buy it yet. When you buy it, that's when I autograph it. And I will, I will take the love and care. I will think good thoughts for you. I will recognize you as a fellow human being. That deserves good things, and I will ship it out, and you will love it. So let's there get some orders in. Let's get these sold let's out. Let's do it. Folks. And you will be obviously on the cruise, but you will be back Monday, so we will have a show next Monday for the for uh, Chris Aiken presents. And um, of course, for me, um, you can actually see me if you're watching this live on Monday. On Tuesday, you can see an interview with the great band Job for a Cowboy. For those of you that love death metal. And um, I, of course, will be on the Seth Williams show Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with CMS. I think I think Neely might be out on the road with Dokken this weekend. I think I'm not positive on that yet, but we'll we're we're, we're figuring it out if we're going to record something or not. But um, so who knows? I might have a week off, which would be very nice. I love the weeks off. But um, and of course, we'll be back Monday. So for Chris Aiken presents, I of course am Chris Aiken. And I'm Eric Ferentino's. And we are gone. See you later. The Classic Nettle Show now has all of our videos on Spotify. Simply look up and subscribe to the CMS Network on Spotify, and you'll get the audio and video podcasts each day from The Classic Metal Show. It's never been easier to listen to Neely and Chris, so simply open Spotify, subscribe to the CMS Network, and enjoy The Classic Metal Show every single day. Hail and kill.